Welcome to This Week in Photo. Bandwidth for this podcast is brought to you by CashFly at C-A-C-H-E-F-L-Y dot com. This week on TWIP, the winner of our Landscape and Nature Photo Contest. Plus, we'll be announcing our newest contest. It's going to be called A Picture is Worth a Thousand Lyrics. Also, Connected Data has given us two transporters to give away to one lucky winner. Also, the feature content for this episode, an interview with Mr. Aaron Nace of Flurn.com fame. It's Wednesday, January 3rd, 2013, and this is TWIP. Welcome back to TWIP. I'm your host, Frederick Van Johnson. Now, this is a holiday week in the United States of America. July 4th, uh, our nation celebrates it's Independence Day. So we decided to do a little something special for our audience. In this episode, first of all, we're going to do some housekeeping, some contest housekeeping. We'll be in, in just a second here. I'm going to announce the winner of our wildly popular landscape and nature contest, which the guys over at Viewbug hosted for us. And get this, during the course of this contest, we had over 10,000 entries. And I'm not talking about just like people putting their name in the hat. This is 10,000 amazing landscape photographs that were entered into this contest. I'm just blown away. And I'm still looking. It's just amazing the, the quality of talent in the TWIP audience. So 10,000 entries were submitted. And then the, the way that this contest goes, we had two prizes. We had a grand prize and a viewer's choice or a people's choice prize. Now, the People's Choice Prize, basically, you all get to vote up the one, the image that you think is the best and that, that should win. And for that segment, over 70,000 votes were recorded for the People's Choice Prize. 70,000. Can't get my brain around that. It's just insane. It makes me humble just to be behind this mic talking to you guys. <laughs> anyway, so lots of people out there uh, listening to TWIP and submitting photos and voting on photos. Um, however, I got to pick the grand prize for this contest. And uh, before we do, before I reveal the grand prize winner, let me tell you who the People's Choice winner is. Like I said, 70,000 votes went towards this image, and it was submitted by Jojo Cruzado. So Jojo Cruzado is the winner of the People's Choice Prize for the TWIP Landscape and Nature Contest. This is an amazing image. You got to go to you got to go to the the website or the blog post for this episode to check it out. It's an image of an ocean or another another some other large body of water against what looks like a dry desert shoreline or something. It's just beautiful. It's stunning. It would look, it's in color, it would look great in black and white, whatever. It's an image that I would be proud to hang in my house. Uh, but Jojo was the winner and he gets a, uh, he gets the prize. So, which is an eye acrylic print for, um, of that image, which is, which is awesome. So we'll link over to that image. You can check it out and comment on it. Give, give Jojo some comments. Tell him what you think about that image and, um, why you think it deserved a win or, you know, if you think otherwise, you know, give them some constructive feedback on that image. I personally think it was an excellent or it is an excellent image and it definitely deserved those the votes that it got to win. So congratulations, Mr. Jojo Cruzado on being the People's Choice winner for this contest. Actually, this was the first contest that we ran on ViewBug. And um, it just went over like gangbusters. I'm, I'm completely blown away by the response. So on to the grand prize winner, 
Drum roll, please. The winner is Mr. Peter Grieg. Peter Grieg, he submitted an, a stunning image of some hay rolls or hay bales. I don't know. I mean, I'm not a farmer, so I don't know what these, what the technical term is for these things. But they're hay rolls in a field um, that just the way that he framed it, the color, the way that he processed the image. It's amazing. And then to top it all off, there's a rainbow crossing the sky in the background. What a, a great shot that, that Peter put together. We'll definitely link to this in the show notes. So congratulations, Peter. You've won a huge eye acrylic print of this amazing image, as well as the chance to come on This Week in Photo with myself and our co-hosts. Um, you'll be a co-host as well, and you'll be in position to defend your image as well as comment on the stories of the week, whatever's going on the episode that you come on. So congratulations. Great job. You did a wonderful job on this. Okay, that brings us to our next contest. So th this is interesting. I've been thinking about photography contests a lot lately. In fact, in a recent episode, we talked about contests, terms of service, and how some of them are nefarious and are basically seeking to build up giant libraries uh, of images at the, uh, the, the submitter's expense and how we are not doing that, obviously, using ViewBug, who has a very liberal and fair terms of service for their contest, which is why I selected them to run the contest for TWIP. However, um, I want to do something different. I was thinking, you know, you look at these photo contests out there and they're, they're great, you know, but they might say, okay, here's a contest and it's going to be on landscape and nature, like our last one, you know, which is kind of generic. And, you know, we've seen it a million times. I was like, how can we do something different for the TWIP audience, especially considering all the talent out there as evidenced by the last contest we ran? So I decided for this contest, we're going to do something that I'm calling the A Picture is Worth a Thousand Lyrics contest. And the idea is simple. We provide you with a song you listen to that song and interpret that song as best you can in a photograph. Now, this is interesting. So it could be literal. Like if it's, you know, the song that we pick, and I'm going to tell you what that song is in a second. But if the song that we pick is, you know, about the color red, yeah, sure. Okay, you go take pictures of red things or whatever. But it can also be if the song evokes a certain emotion in you or reminds you of a certain time in your life when something happened or a certain person or whatever. You know, music has that sort of weird thing about connecting the synapses in our brain to memories, right? So if you hear a song or maybe you haven't heard the song before, but it makes you think about a certain time in your life or a certain kind of thing or makes you feel a certain way, just interpret that. It doesn't have to be literal. It doesn't have to be, okay, I'm looking at the lyrics and they said this, so the photo looks like this. It doesn't have to be literal. It, it can be literal if you want it to, but it can be figurative <laughs> if you want it to as well. So this is called the picture or a picture is worth a thousand a thousand lyrics. And, you know, I'm going to give you a song. You listen to it and just interpret the song however you want into a photo. The cool thing about this is when we when we present the winners to this, the contestants or the finalists for this song will also or for this contest will be listed on a page on this week in photo along with the embedded video of this song so people can listen to the song while they're looking at the photos and say yeah this one kind of this one kind of makes me think of that song you know so do your best with this one i'm looking forward to seeing what you guys come up with so what is this 
contest song, the song for this contest. Um, it's a song by the artist R. Kelly, and it's called I Believe I Can Fly. However, it is the interpretation of the song as sung by the artist Cherise. And we're going to link to the performance and the video of this song in the show notes for this episode. So once again, the song is I Can Believe I Can, I Believe I Can Fly by R. Kelly as sung by the artist Charisse. Charisse. Did I say Charlize? Charisse. C-H-A-R-I-C-E. Charisse. Um, it's an amazing song. So when you listen to it, it's kind of a tearjerker. Um, if you, even if you've heard the R. Kelly rendition, when you hear the Charisse rendition, make sure you have a napkin or something present because she really blows it away. So it will, uh, in the episode for this or in the, the, uh, the blog post for this episode will include the lyrics for this song. So you can be inspired by those. And also of course the blog post or the, uh, the uh, the YouTube embedded video of her performing the song. So all you got to do is listen to the listen to the song, and then go out, grab your camera, and interpret it. That's it. Easy, easy. And what can you win? What's the prize for this? Well, I wrote it down. Where is it? Oh, here it is. So the contest prize for this particular contest is we're kind of blowing it away here. Uh, we're gonna give a. Uh, this is both for the people's choice. So the viewers will vote. Uh, a winner, and I'll, we will pick a winner as well. So there'll be two winners, and the the three components are th- actually three components to this prize. The first component is a free 500pixels.com or 500pix.com awesome account. So this is their highest level account, and it's in perpetuity. So this is basically you're just you're golden on 500pix. That's the first piece of it. The second piece of it, our friends over at Connected Data are throwing in one of their amazing transporter devices. We'll link to that in the show notes if you don't know what that is, but you want it. Trust me, as a photographer, you want it. Um, so they're throwing in one of those. And our friends over at iAcrylic are throwing in a 16 by 20, three quarter inch acrylic thick stainless steel backed print of the winning image. So three pieces to this. So this is amazing. All you gotta do is interpret the photo and submit it and you're off into the races. Definitely check it out. I'm excited for to kick this contest off. It's the first time we've ever done anything like this. It's been in the back of my mind for a while now. And based on the success of the last contest, I thought it was time to do this. So please submit your best work in there. We'll judge it. The community will judge the people's choice. And two people will walk away with these three these three prizes. So it's pretty awesome. Cool. All right. Well, thanks for that. Okay, now on to the meat of this episode of This Week in Photo. So on a lark, I sent an email to one of my virtual mentors. I'd never met this guy before, but I felt like I knew him because I'd heard him so much online. I've been watching his tutorials and on, on YouTube, and I've been frequenting his site, etc. So you know, I've learned an amazing amount from this guy, just virtually, never having met him. So I said, you know what? I want to see if he'd respond to an email. Let me send an email and try to, you know, throw my twip weight around a little bit and see if I can't get him to agree to an interview. So, um, Mr. Aaron Nace, Aaron Nace of Flern, P-H-L-E-A-R-N, Flern.com. I sent him an email to see if he'd be interested in talking about himself and Flern on Twip. And to my surprise, he said yes. 
So if you haven't heard Flurn.com yet, Flurn.com yet, you need to check it out right now. Head over to the site, and well, after you listen to this interview. Basically, in a nutshell, what they do is they Aaron gives away tons, and I'm I'm like hundreds hundreds of extremely well-produced tutorials on Photoshop and photography and just everything. I mean, on his channel, on his YouTube channel, there are things about pocket wizards, how to use them. There are things about Einstein lights and light modifiers and Photoshop compositing, working with models, how to deal with model mayhem. It just... It's a never-ending bucket of goodness on, on his YouTube channel. And if you want to go deeper, he's, he does the right thing. He's got amazing long-form tutorials. Many of them are 90 minutes or more long on his site that show you how to execute some of the techniques that he shows, you know, that he talks about on the site. So, for example, he might have a, a tutorial on how to do a specific kind of compositing. And he takes you from the raw image all the way through to the finished product while he talks you through what he's doing and how he's his keyboard shortcuts his the equipment he's using the Wacom tablet all this stuff he just talks you talk you through it like you were um, his understudy sitting right next to him so it's amazing so definitely check those out most of them most of his tutorials are under 20 bucks on the site so check definitely head over there we'll link to them um, actually you can use the the uh, shortened URL FVJ dot m e slash flern or p h l e a r n so fvj dot m e slash flern will take you right into to Aaron's site and you can check it out or just head over to flern dot com as well um, but as you'll hear in this interview Aaron is also giving the Twip audience twenty percent off anything in the store anything that they that they sell on the site this is aside from the free stuff you can look at the free stuff for like the next month and a half and you won't get through it but if you decide you want to dive into something deeper use the code uh, twip20 uh, and this is only good until Friday July 12th at midnight central time but use the code twip20 and he'll knock off 20 percent any of anything in the store everything's already cheap anyway but he's gonna knock 20 percent off of it for the twip audience so Awesome. Love love um, what Aaron's doing over there. I think he's doing some great work and definitely contributing to the creative and specifically the photography community. So, Aaron, thank you for coming on TWIP. And without further delay, here is that interview with my Photoshop mentor, Mr. Aaron Nace. All right. A special treat for you guys today. I'm sitting here with a virtual mentor of mine, Mr. Mr. Aaron Nace. He's the founder. Uh, well, first of all, he's a photographer, right? Creative guy. And he's a, he's the founder of a site called Flurn, which you may have heard me mention on This Week in Photo before. I was able to wrangle Aaron to kind of join me in this Skype session, literally right before he's got to run away and do a shoot to sort of talk about Flurn, how it got started, how he's, you know, just who is Aaron Nace? You know, who is he? So Aaron, welcome to the show. Yeah, awesome, Frederick. Thanks for having me, man. This is a—it's uh, gonna be a lot of fun. I'm you know, excited. you know, totally. This, this is it. I'm—I've been really looking forward to this. So let's let's just jump right in. Um, sure. Uh, let's talk about just you as a photographer. You know, how did you get started? I've been watching some of the YouTube videos that you put online, and you know, I've seen the progression from 
you know, sort of uh, both the progression in your your art and things, how you do things to the studio itself, the location. I've seen the progression. I feel like I'm growing up with you. It's like the Wonder Years, you know. <laughs> it's like even your personal appearance has changed over the years, you know, as you record this. So tell me, just who who is Aaron, you know? That's a great question. Um, I ask myself that question all the time. <laughs> um, so as far as uh, photography is concerned, I got into photography um, well before I ever started Flurn. And uh, Flurn.com is a learning website uh, based around photography, Photoshop, and you know, basically helping people to like live their creative dreams. That's what we're trying to do with people. Um, but before I ever started that, I got into photography, um, just kind of playing around, really, just having fun and doing really weird concepts. Basically, anything that was sounded weird and you know came in my mind, I, I tried to do it. Um, so that was that was pretty interesting. I went to school. My background is in design. I did like product design or industrial design in school. And so I kind of, when I started photography, I, I brought a little bit of the knowledge I had from product design into my photography. And um, you see that a lot in like, I, I do quite a bit of manipulation and, you know, like bringing separate elements together and combining them in somewhat of a realistic way. And so basically I started creating these crazy pictures for uh, a couple of years and um, gained a little bit of traction on the internet. And people started asking me, how do you do all this stuff? Yeah. And uh, got more and more questions like that. And then finally I was like, well, I'll just tell these people because, you know, it sounds great. I'll just share what I know. Yeah. And so that's, that's when I started teaching Photoshop online. And that was basically like the first, first iteration of what would become Flurn as it is now. And uh, we've grown and changed a lot. Like you can see that the coolest thing I think about Flurn is that it's the whole idea is like to help people like grow their companies and like you create better and better images. So it's not just about the photography, it's about business and life and all these things. But we're also at the same time, like you can see it visually that we're doing the exact same thing ourselves. So like, you know, we're trying to help people grow their lives and you can see it like on our end too. We're we're kind of growing growing up as well. So yeah. the um and it's all video. Like there's you you can't hide the truth, right? So it's like from day one you can see exactly where we started and you can see right where we are now and two years from now, you'll be you'll be able to see that. So it's it's really cool to be able to see that progression. It's almost like a video diary of my life. Totally, yeah. Yeah, um, in an instructional format. So, um, kind of a couple layers of fun there. Yeah, and it's it's exciting. I mean, when one of the things that drew me to Flurn initially, I forget how I how I found the site. I think I was just, I was on YouTube looking for um, compositing tutorials. You know, on on different things. So I was trying to do this levitation shot. You know, so I'm like, nice. Okay, how you, you know? I know how to do it, but I want to I want to see how real people do it. You know, So, you know, I was there and then I discovered your channel and I'm, I'm like, wow, this is great stuff. And then from a marketing standpoint, the things that, that attracted me to Flurn um, were just the idea of your, your approach to teaching, right? So you're, you seem, now me, I'm a marketer, right? So, and a photographer. So I know in the sort of internet marketing world, there's a lot of like, it's not very altruistic at all, right? It's like, okay, what, how can I change this verb to increase conversions? You know, how can I, right. what can I do to make more money? What if I send an email on this time? Will I make more money? You know, and the, the thing that I got from yours is sort of you, you sort of flipped it on the other side, which is what I'm a proponent of. Whereas you just tell people like it is, you give away a ton of information. And then if they want to buy more, the long form tutorials, you make them available. And it's not, you know, I, even the email communications I get from you don't feel like you're, hey, you know, you 
two more minutes left to do, you know it's it's very it's very down to earth and altruistic so congratulations on that it's a it's refreshing to see someone that's doing photography and marketing and not not you know it's not all about the almighty dollar right yeah and that's um thank you for noticing and that's that's always how i've wanted to have this company and it it's still like number 1 i mean it's we money is pretty far down on our list honestly i mean we spend a lot of money doing things that don't make us any money just because we think they're they'd be cool for you guys to learn like um yeah today in fact in in a couple of hours we've got we've got a crew of about 15 people and we're going out to the botanical gardens north of chicago with models and you know we're the only reason we're just going to go and create free episodes on like how to use a light meter and how to balance lighting and you know the photo shoot itself is going to cost us a couple thousand dollars and we're i mean giving it away for free we're not going to charge anything for yeah for yeah. all the episodes and all the content we make. So it's, you know, but I'm a big believer in, like, just give the people, like, what they deserve. Like, give them the best content they can possibly get. And, you know, then it's like a balance to me. Like, the whole universe is like, you know, if you give out a lot of value, you're going to get it back. You don't have to be, like, tricky or crafty or fool people into spending money. Just, like, give them something great and you'll get back something great. Yeah. Yeah, and I I mean it's and it's easier, right? It's like instead of trying to be diabolical about your marketing <laughs> and all that stuff, just yeah. do what naturally comes naturally to you and, you know, if you know, the money will follow generally speaking, right? Yeah, That's, I'm not I'm not very diabolical. I'm just like a silly guy. So <laughs> I don't think I could pull off diabolical. Hey, that should be a topic of one of your upcoming uh, tutorials. Diabolical. You know? <laughs> yeah. How to be? Di- I'll bring in some. I mean, I'm in Chicago. There are a lot of there are a lot of that type of people here. Yes, I know. I'm from Chicago. I know. Yes. Oh, you are. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll bring in someone from a hedge fund, and I'll have them teach, and then I'll teach, and be like, "See, that's the difference." <laughs> You know, like after after Aaron's tutorial, I didn't feel like I needed a shower. It's (laughs) (laughs) oh, I feel so clean. It's great. I know. know. So let's talk about your ideation process. So how do you like? I'm looking at your site now, and there's just a ton of different tutorials that are just sort of all over the place in terms of different ideas. I mean, I'm seeing you know uh, wings on people flying around. I see some nudes here. I see flying fairies. I see you know. All kinds of stuff. Where do these ideas come from? You're just walking around Chicago and you're like, hey, you know, it'd be nice if if those bricks were falling there and an angel was standing on top of them, you know? <laughs> uh, pretty much. You know, I think that my one of the things that is um, as far as my photography is concerned. So there's two di- different topics. One is photography and then one is, you know, the, the education site, flurn.com. Um, as far as my photography is concerned and just how I am in general, I've never been able to stick with like one thing for very long. I, I, I tend to jump around. Um, you know, so running a business honestly has been quite a big bit of a challenge because I do jump around so much. Um, as far as the photography is concerned, it, it helps out sometimes because I'll, I'll do one particular style or I do one photo shoot. I'll do it to the best of my abilities. And then the next week I'm going to do a completely different style, completely, you know, just something that I've never done before. And that, that kind of like challenge has always been fun for me. Yeah. So the the idea is just kind of like I think that you know really using Photoshop and using photography and kind of like learning learning how these tools come together really does give you the ability to create anything. Just anything you can think of, you can totally create. And to me, that's just fun. I just I have these like things that's like wow, that would be really cool to see, and then I make it. So. <laughs> yeah. So you can kind of architect your own reality. It reminds me that another person from Chicago, remember R. Kelly had this song out called 
if you can, I forget part of the lyrics were if you can see it, you can believe it, or if you could something like that. If you believe it, you can see it. Um, I believe I can fly. Was the I believe I can fly? Yeah, basically. <laughs> um, yeah, and it's fun. Uh, that's like the entire. That's the whole reason. I, I think that um, you know, for me, photography when I started was fun, and. As long as it stays fun, I'm doing my job right, and I, I want to continue to do it. So, like, yeah, it's just like, oh, we can create some cool things. Sounds like there's some people That's getting awesome. in the Look, studio. All right, no the Chicago studio's coming alive. So, yeah. I, you know, I'll wrap this up. I know you got to run and, and No, no, I got, I got time. Take, okay. take your time. I'm, okay. I'm just a pawn. I'm just the guy who takes pictures. There are a lot of other more important people around here than me. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Okay, so then, so talking about a little bit about the the idea of pixel pushing and image manipulation, right? So on TWIP a lot, actually a while ago, we were kind of talking about, I don't even know if it's a controversy, but we're talking about some, there are some purist photographers, and I put the word purist in, in air quotes, but mm-hmm. that say, hey, you got to get everything in a negative, you know, it's it's not real photography if you crop, or it's not real photography if you do this, it's got to be exactly right, you know, like in the film days, you know, otherwise it's not real photography. Then on the other side, there's me, and I say, you know, I my one of the phrase I, phrases I use were pixels were born to be punished, right? So... <laughs> So it's the pixel punisher in us with Photoshop. You know, you go out, you capture images, and then you create what's in your mind's eye from those images. All things notwithstanding, not, we're not talking about photojournalism where you're trying to tell a story that actually happened. But if you're doing something illustrative or art-like, and from my perspective, and I'm assuming yours, looking at your work, all bets are off with pixels. Where do you, how do you, you know, how do you, how do you explain that to people when they say, hey, Aaron, if you don't, you got to get it right in the camera. You can't be fixing that perspective or cloning out that tree. You know, that's not real photography. That's a, that's a really great question. And I love talking about this. And I, I think it all just comes down to what your goal is. And I don't really ever tell people that I'm a photographer. I say that I make images. My goal is never, it, it never just stops at the camera. My goal is to create a final image. And really, whatever step I can take to get there, that's fine with me. Um, just... I think, you know, interesting examples come with, like, uh, traditional painting. You know, you have people like Salvador Dali, who just wants to create this crazy image. Like, he does not care about reality at all. He's, you know, this is his goal, is to create this image. And then you have, you know, like, uh, landscape, like, you know, uh, photo real painters, and they want to exactly capture that moment. I, I think it's just about what your goal is as an artist. If your goal is to stay true to the art of photography and, you know, then you're going to shoot with film, you know, you're going to, you're going to develop your own film. You're going to not do a whole lot of dodging and burning. If, if that's your goal, if your goal is to create images that cannot be done the other way, then you really don't have a choice. And that's, that's always kind of been what, what's interesting to me. And I think it's just about like, you know, find something that's fun. If you're, if, if what's fun to you is creating like, actual representations of life then yeah go down that road if what's fun to you is creating things that could not exist in real life then you can go down another road so for me it's all about like what you want to do with your art yeah totally agree i totally agree with that and i'll tell you my my personal journey i was a i was a photographer in the uh in the air force for eight years a photojournalist combat photojournalist and wow. went off duty you know, i just love photography and I, i've always loved photography but the thing that kind of drew me in was while i was going through what they call the cdc's the uh, career development course right 
um, of, of how to become a photographer, the, the physics and the science and all that stuff of photography kind of drew me in because I'm a geek, right? <laughs> we all are. Yeah, Everyone. I, just, yeah. I just love that stuff. And then yeah. I got to this point where it was explaining the speed of light and exposure and you know how that related to film and all this. I'm like, well, if this is that, then that means I can do a double exposure if I do this. So you know, I started experimenting with film and it worked, right? So then I got to this point where I hit kind of a wall where if, you know you can't really do you know Aaron Nate's level work with film, you know, <laughs> so you're not going to be able to do that kind of stuff. So I kind of stopped and drifted off from doing that. And then now, just recently, and, and largely attributable to you and Flern, I'm like, okay, I am re re uh, examining the world of compositing and all this cool stuff that I can do. So now, with that said. My 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 selfish question to you is, okay, I'm diving in. I showed you that you were responsible for me buying this thing. I already had a Wacom tablet, but I bought the one that Aaron uses. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's great. <laughs> I got the one, but I did get the wireless kit for it. You got the wireless, yeah. Yeah, I got the wireless kit. So my question to you is, so as... As I reemerge into that and emerge and sort of immerse myself into YouTube and your training on your site and others and, you know, all this stuff out there, when I see an image in my mind, like, okay, I want to do a shot of like someone doing a slam dunk on a basketball court, but they're impossibly high, you know, and to do something like that. Um, what are what are the steps necessary? Should I sit down and sketch out the shot and then sort of figure out placement of lights and all of this stuff and what it's going to look like? Or should I just go out there and play around and experiment? What? How would you approach a shot like that? That's a really good question. I think when when it comes to compositing, let's say you do want to do a complex composite where things have to fit together. You're like building a puzzle. Um, it really helps to sketch out your ideas ahead of time because you'll know where things have to be placed. You can't really fudge that stuff as much or it's going to look quote-unquote photoshoppy. I mean, <laughs> my goal with my work is for it not to look photoshoppy. You know, like th yeah. that's generally a bad term. I want people to say like, wow, that's incredible and it looks real. Not, wow, that looks like fake Photoshop crap. Right. So um, I think sketching is a really important part, especially if you are compositing. Um, just going out and having fun a lot of the time is going to result in like a little bit more of a natural feel in your photos. It's going to be harder to do to pull off a conceptual shoot um, in some ways. But uh, there are a ton of ways to do it. And I think that, you know, with with the work that I create, um, a lot of it seems like it's Photoshop-like trickery. And um, although, you know, I, I do use Photoshop quite a bit, it's a lot of it is really, you know, most of those things are there in camera. And I just combine them together in Photoshop. So, like, let's say you were going to put, you know, someone jumping, you know, slamming a basket. Like, I would probably try to put that person either there where they're going to be on top of a ladder or as close to there as possible. And then you just clone out the ladder. And then you don't have to worry about, like, does this person look like they're in the scene because they actually would be in the scene. You just take out a ladder and you got your composite complete. Yeah, that's, that's great advice. That's great advice. Yeah, it's exciting. I mean, it's a, it's a whole... It opens up a whole new world of photography when you're when you think in terms of okay I can I have the power of Photoshop on the back end to help me realize what's in my mind's eye rather than when you go out and you're like okay I'm a photographer I have to get an interesting shot right now you know you can sort of think about it in the reverse and say okay this is a shot I want to build I want a you know a model looking like she's crawling up out of a graveyard you know so I'm going to shoot this and then I'm going to do this and then put it all together in Photoshop. 
Yeah. So it's it's crazy. So okay, the the final tips. You know, I call it kind of parting shots for photographers as they watch this and they're jazzed and they're probably going to go over to flurn.com and start poking around some of the free tutorials you have there. Um, what are what are some tips that you can give people on you know how do you move forward you know how do you how do you keep the momentum of your creativity going how do you stay out of that that you know the conveyor belt of buying new gear and things like <laughs> what are what are tips that you can give the lay people totally well I think and I I kind of touched on it earlier but for me you know I've um, I get to create amazing images and it it really is a lot of fun but the it's, it's sometimes it's still not fun and I found. Like the only times when I when I stagnate with photography or I stop liking it or I'm like, oh, it's my camera or oh, it's this or oh, it's that. And it's never any of those things. It's just me. Every single time it's just me. And the only difference is it stops becoming fun. That That's the only thing. So photography, in my opinion, is great because there are so many things that can be fun about it. Like if you stop having fun clicking the shutter, like you don't even have to click the shutter. Like you could spend all your time designing like wardrobe let's say like oh i want someone wearing this amazing dress made out of like you know scrapyard material well you could spend your time designing and building that and still create amazing photos but your focus would be on the props maybe you could spend time focusing on you know like this cool conceptual idea or like nailing down a beautiful location at a certain time location scouting i mean location scouting pretty much involves like traveling around the world looking at beautiful things like what's not to like about that so I think that for people who, you know, they kind of get to these places where they stagnate, they they lost what's like fun about photography. So it's important to like remember why you got into the first place and like what you find fun in your life right now. It's like, you know, I don't want to take pictures. I just want to like travel. Well, then take some travel photography like that. It's going to bring a a new part of fun to you. And then when you get back to wanting to like create your conceptual images or your portrait images or things like that, you're going to take some of those things you learned when you're out having fun doing your travel photography. You're going to bring them back into your portrait photography and that's just going to feed and get a lot better. So, um, my, my biggest piece of advice is just like, have fun. If you're not having fun, like change what you're doing until you are having fun. Love it. Yeah. Rinse and repeat. Okay. So final, final question for me, um, the pen tool or the uh, magic wand, (laughs) which one do I have to learn the pen tool in order to be good? No, you don't have to learn the pen tool in order to be good. The pen tool, so we have very technical questions here. And um, if you guys are interested in learning the pen tool, by the way, go to flurn.com. There's a, a tag and a category button above every single post, and you can click on tags and then go down to pen tool. So we have episodes on the pen tool if you do want to learn it. But awesome. um, these are all tools to make selections. So I would say for 90% of my images, I do not use the pen tool. It's it's not You don't need it for everything. But if I do want to cut something out, that has hard edges and I want to cut it out extremely precisely, then there's no other better tool than the pen tool. But let's say I want to add clouds to a sky, then there would be no application for using a pen tool. Brightening someone's eyes, no application for a pen tool. Uh, you know, if I, if I wanted to do a rough composite where I'm just like sticking different things together, uh, no application for a pen tool. But if I do need to cut something out very pristinely, then the pen tool every time. Love it. All right. What's, what's next for Flurn? What's next for... Are you are you branching out to multiple studios? Are you going to have a New York branch? What's what's going on? That's a really good question. We are uh, we're in the middle of a couple very very exciting uh, business models. Uh, we're just actually increasing our staff by about four hundred percent. I guess we're hiring a lot of new people. Um, we're building our our Chicago studio up to uh, basically 
the the biggest thing that I learned in in business, and this is not in business school, it's just by having a business, is that I think oftentimes people make a jump too soon. They will, and they do it with photography too. They're at a current level, and instead of taking their current level to the maximum it can go, they'll be they'll get bored with it and try to make a jump to do something else. So, you know, we're we're doing a great job. We're building we're building our studio, and our business is growing and growing and growing. So, to completely pivot at this point would deny Flern the growth that it could possibly attain. So, I think in business it's really important to make sure what you're doing, just do it to the best of its ability, take it as far as it can go, and when it can go far enough to where you don't have to be a part of the business to actually work, then it's time to pivot. So we do have a lot of really exciting things in the pipeline, but right now we're focusing on building our business. We're probably, I, I by my estimations, we're between 5 and 10% of our market cap right now. So getting wow. getting to 90 to 95% of our market cap could, you know, it could take years, it could take millions of dollars of advertising, it could take a lot of things, but what it's going to do is it's going to benefit that you know that much fold on the long run so um that's that's what we're focusing is doing what we're currently doing as best as we possibly can and doing it better than um you know better than yesterday <laughs> that's awesome that's awesome so you know I, not that you could say if this were the case but hopefully i'm not going to see flern acquired by say linda or kelby or one of those guys please stay independent yeah i beg of you <laughs> you'll never see that um we don't have any plans of selling the company. We didn't build it in a way that will even allow it to be sold. To be honest, Good. and um, we're uh, financially we're doing we're doing just fine. So we don't <laughs> we don't need the money. So it's okay. Awesome, awesome. All right. Well, speaking of money, so um, before we started recording, we agreed that you are going to do a discount on Flern tutorials to the Twip audience, right? We- so. We are, yeah. The um, Flurn Pro tutorials. And this is actually going to be good on Pro textures, which are great for adding to basically any of your photos. We have a few Pro actions as well, which you can kind of one-click and you're good to go. It'll make your image better. In our Pro tutorials, you guys can learn anything from compositing, retouching, color effects, special effects, just basically anything you have in mind. And uh, we're giving you guys 20% off, and you can use the coupon code TWIP20. And that's going to be good through July 12th at midnight central time. Awesome. Perfect. Thank you for doing that. I appreciate it. I always like to I always like to ring a little bit out of my guests, you know, <laughs> see if I can get some free stuff going on. <laughs> Definitely. Cool. And we're happy to do so. All right. Aaron, well, thank you. Thank you for taking the time. I know you're, you're crazy busy, which is a, which is a good sign. Uh, but thank you for taking the time to do this interview. Good luck with the shoot today. And everyone, they should be following you on Twitter at was it AK Naser. Right? Yeah, it's A-K-N-A-C-E-R. Yeah. Awesome. Or just go to Flurn.com and check out the stuff there. Yeah, or follow our Twitter at Flurn. We're Facebook.com slash Flurn. Um, P-H-L-E-A-R-N. Type it in the internet. You'll find us. <laughs> Wait, by the way, Flurn. Just for the people that are like, why Flurn? What, what, why not, you know, Aaron Nays Photography? You know, where did Flurn come from? That's a great question. Well, first is um, I didn't want to create a website that would be pivotal to me. Um, I am basically the public face of the company, but obviously we have a lot of other people who work here as well. Uh, that does a couple of things. You know, it it can possibly decrease your longevity. I didn't want the website to be just associated with me. Let's say we start bringing other content creators in, then you know, AaronNaceLearningCenter.com doesn't really make as much sense. Um, so I I think in some ways it can limit your business growth. If your business growth, if your business model is based around you as the person who makes the business work, 
I think it's a good idea. If you plan on expanding out, um, I, I think it can be limiting. So that was one of the factors why I didn't just choose Aaron Nace learning opportunity, whatever. <laughs> um, and I wanted something. The whole feel of Flurn is fun. Like, we're going to have some fun. We're going to talk about some silly stuff. We're going to joke around. But at the end of the day, you're going to learn some kick-ass stuff and you're going to get better. And so it, it made sense to make a name that was just, it's kind of fun to say. Um, and then Flurn is a PH, L-E-A-R-N. So the PH is for photography and Photoshop. And then Learn is at the end. So you can learn photography and Photoshop. And it's just kind of a weird, fun word to say. And um, I giggle every time I say it, so it works. You should. You should. That is the entire purpose of our company is to help people giggle. And whenever I say, yeah, it's like, I have a company called Flurn. People are like, what? That is, what do you do? Are you like How a, do you spell that with an F? Yeah. yeah. Like a Swedish tool manufacturer? Like, what? It's a very weird name, but it's a lot of fun. I love it. Well, Aaron, thank you so much again. Hopefully, um, hopefully one day we'll be able to twist your arm to come on TWIP as a co-host and uh, sort of talk about some of the news of the week. You up for that? I'd love it. Yeah. Awesome. All right, man. Well, you have a good, have a good day and a good rest of your week. Thanks so much, Frederick. Thanks so much. You're welcome. Bye. Once again, that was Mr. Aaron Nace of Flearn.com, spelled P-H-L-E-A-R-N. Flearn.com. Seriously, you need to check out his site and start consuming the amazing free cha- free training that he has over there. It's just amazing. Or just search for Flearn on YouTube and you'll find it as well. And also, you know, I would encourage you to support what he's doing. Keep keep him going by purchasing a tutorial or two on his site. Like I said, they're like 25, 20, 25 bucks each. And the value that you get for that is just out of this world. It's amazing. And if you do purchase those, be sure to use the, the code TWIP20 for 20% off anything in the store. And that's good until July 12th, 2013. All right, that's it. We're at the end of another episode of This Week in Photo, also known as TWIP. If you'd like to keep up with everything in the TWIP universe, you can check us out over at thisweekinphoto.com. Also, please be sure to join our community over on Google+. It's a growing an exciting group of TWIP followers. And finally, if you're looking for me, Frederick Van Johnson, you can find me at frederickvan.com. And with that, it is time to take that lens cap off. This Week in Photo is a Pixelcore.tv production, produced by Suzanne Llewellyn, with technical producers John Riley and Alutha Jamakar.